0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Kane and Rinse podcast. This is volume 11, issue 523 and today we're going to be talking about Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. And joining me, Leon Cox, in this issue we have John McDad. apparently.
1: Hi, uh, yes, you can also find me under my stage name, uh, Pharaoh Tudenskar Moon.
0: <laughs> of course. Uh, Leah Haydu.
2: I'm not a dad, but I hey made dad. a pretty good facsimile of uh, me as a dad um, when yeah, I, I was saw it. this last time. I, I, I'm kind of proud of that. Actually, re- I post
0: that to Twitter. It looked a bit like the uh, who is the baddie in Tiny Toon Adventures?
2: Oh God! Who? Um, Do you know who I mean? I I would have to, I'd have to look. Um, <laughs> but, but sure, it
0: reminded me a bit of them anyway. And joining us uh, for the first time ever is a guest, uh, one of the producers of. Uh, the fool's journey a spaces sponsored app this is colin miller welcome
3: daddy is a state of mind i'm your daddy <laughs>
0: <laughs> dream daddy a dad dating simulator which handily is uh, an acronym if you want it to be of D D A D D S spelling dads i guess that's how they referred to it in development and saved a lot of uh, saliva what is it for those who don't know, this is probably one of the one of the more obscure games that we've covered in recent times. Uh, that said, I'd say it has a reasonable profile, considering it's sort of niche. But it is a visual novel slash dating simulator, which focuses primarily on eight fathers. And also, uh, I want to say that uh, your character, uh, your daughter, is also a very important part of the game. And we'll talk about all of the dads in depth later in the show uh, according to the official blurb i think this was dream daddy a dad dating simulator is a game where you play as a dad and your goal is to meet and romance other hot dads you and your daughter have just moved into the sleepy seaside town of maple bay only to discover that everyone in your neighborhood is a single dateable dad will you go out with teacher dad goth dad bad dad or any of the other cool dads in this game With mini games, side quests and a variety of paths and endings, Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, is this year's most anticipated dad-based game. I guess it was back in uh, that year. We'll issue a spoiler warning. The game has multiple endings and really as it's a narrative-driven game, you probably don't want too many of the story beats ruined for you. But if you don't mind, carry on listening regardless. Let's start with our histories with this game. Colin, why are you here?
3: Well, I don't know that there's ever been um, a game that really entered the cultural zeitgeist that was about gay dating, which was more than this, you know? And I, Mm. as a homosexual gamer myself, I had been waiting for something like this. I don't particularly like dating simulators, but it's just, Mm. it was so different. And I love Game Grumps. I watch them all the time. So it was, it was one of those synchronistic moments where I found myself presented with all of these game creators who were also YouTube stars that I had crushed on, voicing all of these incredibly handsome men. Hmm. So I dived in, uh, I downloaded it on my Switch, I actually, mostly for the first, for, so for the onset of the game, I mostly watched people play it. And there were a plethora of very attractive YouTubers like Jacksepticeye or Markiplier. They all did, you know, their own dad journeys. Uh, but then it, it didn't mm. come out initially on the Switch. And so then I played it some odd months down the road.
0: Cool. So it was a perfect storm of dishy dads. And, uh, and here we are. Uh, Leah, how about you? Were you, uh, were you thirsting after these dads before you played the game?
2: I mean a little, yeah. Um, so I I do like um dating sims, uh, but most of the time, since there's so many of them, and um, it is very easy to encounter ones that are not great. Um, that maybe are just not written very well, mm. or that are um, that just kind of don't have any kind of deeper story or purpose to them and not that they don't necessarily have to have that in order to be valuable to some people but my my preference is since there are so many that it has to kind of have something else to it um i both john and i were on the um the um had a full boyfriend show and that's kind yeah. of an example of a, <laughs> yeah. a a dating sim that like you know is unusual <laughs> in some way a completely yeah. different way than this is unusual but um but yeah it has it has something uh that kind of makes it stand out a little bit and um i'm not really familiar with game grubs like i mean i've heard the names you mm. know and and i i obviously know who they are but um i i just had been watching some of the um the coverage of it and really thought that the writing was good um mm. and and you know that that um the the fact that this does deal with gay dating is another like just completely um well not completely unique thing but something that is is not really usual in um in at least in kind of a um uh, like a more uh, mainstream way i guess i mean you you dating sims and all games you know really you can find something from everything if you go on to steam and start looking at like little mm. indie projects and you know sometimes you're going to find some really great stuff there but it's not quite the same as having something that is on you know the playstation and is getting advertised and is getting coverage and high profile um, on youtube yeah that's that's a good way to put uh, it i think
0: yeah Uh, and and uh, this
2: this kind of was that so uh it interested me i played it um first i think towards the end of 2018 would that square up with about when it came out uh on the playstation i think it does um yes but uh yeah so i i played it through then and then uh have played it through again since then um, most recently for this recording.
0: John, how about you? What brings you to this uh, this show?
1: Um, honestly, I think a lot of the similarities with what Leah said, I mean, and also, again, the um, Handful Boyfriend show that we recorded probably about a year ago, 15 months ago, maybe. I mm-hmm. think I went quite into detail on that show about my history with um, visual novels and dating sims. And they've always been something that's fascinated me a little bit, but hasn't been... Massively mainstream, at least not in, um, not in the the sort of the western part of the world. I think they were more, uh, many more Japanese games that I stumbled across yeah, fifteen years I ago, think, maybe. But
0: uh, yeah, I think they're becoming higher profile. I've seen so many on the Switch, yeah. uh, visual novels recently getting great reviews as well. But they're still kind of a niche genre.
1: Yeah, but it's within the last maybe five to ten years that they've even been particularly readily available on like Western consoles I remember the first couple that came out on the PlayStation and the Xbox and now they've kind of had a bit more of a renaissance so uh, I was always sort of fascinated from an outsider's point of view and then there's an element where it may also be too early in the show to talk about my own uh, relationship experience and sexuality but I find because I'm probably more I don't even I've I've never even really sat down and discussed anything about no. my my sexuality or my my kind of where my head is at. But I think if you pushed me and if I had to label myself, I'd be more towards the end of being um again, there's multiple terms that I'm not even that understanding of, right. but more towards kind of asexual and aromantic. I'm more uh, mm-hmm. uh, uninterested in the whole dirty affair. interesting so so, um it's something that i can kind of appreciate it in media a little bit almost more so than i can in in reality so i have enjoyed a lot of dating sims and a lot of Mm. games like this um i think that this was high profile enough that i was very much aware of it uh before it came out or at least very close to the launch um yeah when I first heard about it i f- I thought it was really really interesting sounding and I must have picked it up on Steam fairly soon afterwards um I know that I did partial playthroughs did some pathways quite early on um I think my like the the big sit down played it for like fifteen hours or so was maybe a year after it came out, and then I've done multiple replays more recently for um preparation for the show and just to see bits and pieces that I hadn't seen before. So it's like every time I've gone back to it there's been more and it's kind of more of mm. what I've enjoyed out of it. So yeah, I've, I think it's um been ultimately very successful.
0: Cool. Just um if you don't mind me asking, when you say that you're a romantic or or yeah, asexual or whatever, uh, if you had to label yourself. Mm-hmm. Um would you say when you say um kind of avoiding the whole dirty affair do, does that mean that you're opposed to um kind of you know romantic but non physical situations? Like, so like a date because this this dating game is not does not get very hard and heavy. Mm. It's more about the kind of the the bond and the closeness and the things you share, isn't it? Which which you know, there's a fine line in real life between between that and a good friendship, isn't there?
1: Yeah, I think that's where the line starts to get very muddy for me. Is the difference yeah. between having sort of a platonic, very close friendship that might mm. be somebody that you end up kind of living with and spending your life with and actually mm. being romantically entangled that then might also yeah. come with physical yeah. attraction on the side. So that's part of what I've never really nailed down 100% for myself, where I sit. Sure. I guess that's what the, the like gender of sexuality is. Uh, so the um, yeah. spectrum of sexuality yeah. is now is that I've never even heard of some of these terms until very recently. Like even the other day, I was looking at something and looking at some pride flags, and there were there were terms for things, and I was like, I've never heard of. They were talking yeah. about um, being grey sexual or being demisexual, mm. which are kind of like part way towards being asexual. I think demisexual mm. is. Oh, actually, I can't remember one of one of those two is somebody who would potentially have physical um attraction towards somebody but only after kind of um romantic attraction sort of comes right. into play. a secondary thing yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I I've never really nailed down how I feel about it but I can no. certainly appreciate um the the way that a game like this has broadened the idea of there are more things yeah. available than you are gay yeah, you are straight you are for sure bisexual
0: yeah e- even if even if the the actual setup of this game world where there are seven avail- effectively available dads all living in the same cul-de-sac is is kind of fantastical although mm. you never know um the actual the, the world view it presents is is i think a, yeah a very modern one yeah absolutely one. um very accepting I
1: mean, I, of basically anything yeah
0: absolutely yeah i think that's one of the things i really like about mm. the game is just it has a very positive worldview really yeah. uh despite having some darker aspects to it uh, my history with the game is i hadn't played it I'd, I'd seen some screenshots um i hadn't seen it youtubed i don't know I, I knew the name game grumps but i wasn't aware of any of their content um i got the game free as part of the prime subscription on the pc the dad director's cut so uh, i haven't bought it um, and you know, one of the joyous things about video games and, and art in general, I suppose, is that loads of aspects of coming to this for the show were um, were new to me. Um, I'm not a dad. I'm not gay. Uh, I've hardly played a visual novel or a dating sim. So, like, the whole thing is just delightfully fresh. Um, obviously, you know, I, I realise it's kind of funny us. We're already kind of talking about ourselves like we don't do that with lots of the other games we cover like uh, you know i have no experience being a zombie killer or anything like that but we don't feel the need to kind of express it you but it, don't but yeah uh, well that's, that's that yeah speak is for yourself true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. but i um i played through the game uh and i kind of did my uh canonical ending first so i did two dates with everyone just to for the content really um, and then I went with a certain choice, uh, but then I went, rolled back the save and uh, and saw endings for everybody else, kind of as they would have played out based on where I'd got to up to that point. But it's been interesting seeing online, there are people who just play this game obsessively over and over again to try and get perfect endings for everyone. You can end up playing it thousands of hours trying to make uh, trying to make all the right choices and, and whatever else. So yeah, Game Grumps. I think it was their first game as a pub, and possibly still only game as a. I'm not aware of publisher. another one. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's done all right because it's been converted. It's uh, programmed in Unity, the ever faithful and reliable. And it was released first for PC and Mac in July 2017, five years ago. Hence us covering it now, but also because it was already on our list when Colin suggested it, and uh, it all came together. Here we are. PS4 version arrived October 30th, 2018. As yet, there is no Xbox version. Don't know why. Hasn't happened. The Dad Rector's cut of the game featuring those additional side quests and minigames was the version that was released on the PS4 and then provided as a free update for the existing versions. And that version forms the basis of all the subsequent versions for Switch, Android and iOS, which all arrived on uh, July 2nd, 2019. So, you've probably got a way to play this uh, unless all you own in the world, tech wise, is an Xbox. The reviews were good but not stellar. Interestingly, it was only reviewed by 19 outlets, according to Open Critic. Bear in mind that some of the AAA games we review have sort of 100, 150 reviews. Um, so, the fact that this is a dating sim and a visual novel possibly played into that um 73% from 19 reviewers with 42% of them recommending it
1: that's really surprising I thought this game was very much universally loved by essentially everybody who'd played it I mean I suppose (laughs) yeah
0: the steam reviews are what the real people think uh and they're very positive from four and a half thousand reviewers so that paints a, a better a brighter picture I think on Nintendo Life, the Switch version only has a 6.3 out of 10. That is only from 15 people who have registered a score. Um, you can never be sure with a with a game like this, whether it's because people have bought it expecting something else and they've found this fairly light on interactivity visual novel and marked it down for that. It could have been review bombed by homophobes. You just don't know. Features, according to the official blurb, are seven dateable dads. Dad character creator, create your dad sonar. Multiple endings per dad, dad themed mini and micro games throughout each date path. So many dad puns, like to the point where it made us all uncomfortable and secrets. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the art first. There are uh, the, the, the lead artist is Shannon Pay, I believe. And then there are uh, if you get the good ending for the various dads, there are pinups that you can win. And keep of your favorite dads if if you've uh, if you've managed to romance them successfully at the end of the game
3: and I hope that's a calendar somewhere
0: to buy <laughs> <laughs> it should <be>. there <laughs> has to be a calendar
2: for this right like, we need more dads true.
0: We, ne- we need another we need another five dads anyway, back to the visuals uh, Colin uh, did the art appeal to you? Obviously the animation is not a, a a huge part of it, so it's more about do you like the pictures? I do.
3: I think that all of the characters are designed really well. I think that if you looked at you know, just a still of them and they didn't have any dialogue or context, you would be able to at least guess about who they are, how they enter into their world. And I also really right. love the backgrounds, um, particularly the aquarium and uh, Matt's mm. coffee shop. I think that they are so inviting yeah. and i love the choice of colors it's sort of um it mm-hmm. reminded me a little bit of rebecca sugar's work or uh potentially the new she where these these really bright colors just kind Ooh. of bring you to this <laughs> um euphoric place that's you know childlike but it's also not chaotically childlike it's just soft and the lines are really thick and it's just a warm um a warm execution of a bunch of places that really i would love to be yeah
2: i don't remember who it was that that has already called this wholesome but that's something that i think of a lot for yeah. this it it really it, it it is it's just it's positive it has a very positive vibe to it and that's that's something that i don't necessarily see all the time in some of the games that i
0: play not so, in doki doki yeah. literature
3: club that's for sure
0: no. <laughs> no, what's well, different? Colorful. Let's not no, spoil no. that game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's hard to even re- necessarily refer to them as like the graphics, but even some of the things like the the colors and the shapes in the text boxes that you don't even necessarily really notice until you're properly paying attention, but they'll switch between different shades or different blobs that uh kind of indicating whether this is somebody talking or whether it's um like that your your own narration inside your head your character's thoughts um and that's something that i have had a gripe with in in other games where some of those things are very uh all very samey and they Mm -hmm. don't make the effort to distinguish between how things um you know to it's almost kind of an accessibility thing in my mind of make it look slightly different so you can you can see which character is talking um and it's it's something that is i think that possibly dream daddy could do better with some of the in air quotes accessibility options i wish it had like a rewind feature back to the previous um yeah conversation point because i think it it is something that it's missed if you skip through things too quickly
0: yeah i've clicked through a few choices uh, just by getting into clicking and fast reading rhythm and ended up taking a default choice, which, you know, could have cost cost me dear. Obviously, yeah. the game does auto save a lot, so you can reload. But yeah, given there's a fast forward, why not have a, a rewind as well? Mm, but I
1: mean, that's, yeah, now I'm starting to talk about things that aren't really the graphics. Well, that's fine. So, that's you know, uh, but the other thing that I really, really like is the little animations and stuff. I love the um, the three different... Uh, like auras that the the characters give off when you say something that makes them either unhappy or happy or extremely happy. Yeah, very happy um, with aubergines. Yeah, yeah, like with the little right. noises and the shaking and everything yeah. that's, I think that's so Egg good every time. for American
0: listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
2: uh, you for the translation.
0: Yeah, I, d- I know you wouldn't knew you wouldn't get it. Cor- I knew that. Courgettes are yeah. zucchinis as well. Um, yep. I also like the on a visual thing like because yeah, there's so little animation like the characters don't even have that many uh, expressions or anything like that, but they'll do things like if Amanda you come in and Amanda slides off the sofa, like her portrait will disappear off the bottom of the screen, stuff like that. Just little touches like that. Which or her uh...
2: finger gunning her way out of conversations, she does several <laughs> yeah. times, and I appreciate that because I do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So
3: I also liked the segments that um, the mini game segments, the way that they designed um, the art that is. They all seem to be referencing other yeah. popular games like Pokemon or Minecraft. Um, yeah. and it was uh, it was a I think loving it wasn't making fun of those graphics. I think it was more a a, a love letter <laughs> to to those games.: Oh sure. yeah, definitely.
2: And dad book as well is. um, Oh, yeah, dad book. I like the design of that because, I mean, it is very much a this is a dating app type of design, you know, or this is a a social media app type of design. Um, But it's just for dads. So, um, to the best of my knowledge, that doesn't exist, but I haven't actually gone looking for it. So I don't know. Maybe it does.
0: Somebody may have made it dad book. You've got (laughs) dads. Uh, the original score is by Jesse Kale, who is uh, is a producer and creator of beats for the likes of uh, uh, Skrillex and um, my uh, is it my, uh, your favourite Martian, the the comedy group with the internet comedian guy Ray William Johnson, who I've seen on he pops up on TikTok things like that. That's um, a name
1: that I haven't heard for about ten years since he's he was still doing around. weird YouTube videos.
0: Yeah, still around. Um, seems like a nice enough guy. Uh, and um, so there's, uh, yeah, I guess there's a relatively small handful of musical, uh, cues. Um, but I like pretty much all of them. Um, looking at Jesse Kale, you know, you can't judge judge a book and all that. Um, and some of the other some of his other work, I wouldn't have necessarily expected, but these these seem to fit perfectly within the kind of um at least what, what little I know about this kind of genre, I suppose, from things like Phoenix Wright and stuff like that. It's uh, each cue kind of sets a, a tone and an atmosphere, but they each have to be used for multiple scenarios. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed quite a lot of these. Oh, and special mention to the title theme tune, which is so catchy. Oh, so yeah. very worm, freak. yeah. <laughs> That's by uh, Baths, uh, performed and written and by Baths. And then the
3: song, of course, that plays, um, that is safe, for streamers to use that I, I think is Dan. I think it's Dan from Game Grumps. He's a singer in several bands, Ninja Sex Party and Starbomb to name a few. Um, but he's, <laughs> it's a joke on, um, he's like in this and in, in this moment, we should be playing a song, but isn't this better than risking your copyright infringement <laughs> or whatever.
0: Oh, excellent. I didn't know about that. There's also a guest appearance from uh Pup, who are a real band who turn up to play at a local uh a Canadian.
3: Yeah, they make a little band I think.
0: Yeah. They they turn up to play at the uh, the the coffee coffee shop. And uh and they also backtrack one of the, the 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 mini games that you play. Any other thoughts on the on the the tunes? I think it was just more.
3: I think I wanted but then again I I know that that's not necessarily mm. the the most intelligent criticism you know i wanted more of something nothing i think that was in there was really a problem um just more selections
0: yeah
2: i agree with that i mean it's it's it what what there is is good but it can get a little bit repetitive um
1: Mm, again with like multiple visual novel experiences that is something that is kind of uh, uh let's say an issue um across the the entire genre that i've noticed and you do yeah, when you do play these games for like some of them ten, fifteen hours long, and they do only have four bits of music as as earwormy and as catchy as the music can be, you do end up hearing it a lot. And I think one thing that I will say massively in Dream Daddy's favour is that I remember all of the pieces of music, even with years between playthroughs. Whereas multiple other visual novels that I've played even earlier this year. I don't remember any of the music like it Mm. it will stick in my head for a couple of days while I'm playing the game. But then once I've finished, I just forget about it. Whereas the dream half of the music in Dream Daddy, um, Mm. I just kind of idly find myself humming those tunes years after the last time I saw them.
0: Let's talk a little about the gameplay such as it is, because, yes, this is uh, an interactive visual novel. Most of the gameplay as such is making choices from uh, options within Dialogue sequences, normally uh, three choices, I would say, for most of the time. Sometimes more, sometimes you get given a few options of where to go next and and where to look and stuff like that. Um, But obviously, the more choices you take as you go through the game, the more branching paths there are and uh, the more ultimate possibilities. I suppose um, some criticisms I would have is sometimes the game wasn't always very good at uh, working out th- things that I'd already done or conversations I'd already had with people, I realised how complicated it must be to to create that. But there would be times where it would refer to a meeting um, that uh, that I'd had some time ago and didn't acknowledge a more recent one, or uh, or or would uh, would completely not acknowledge something that had happened between myself and another character, things like that. But th- these are fairly minor um my main issue with the interface as i say was just uh occasionally being too click happy and clicking through and uh through a direction maybe there should be a some kind of stopping point another thing i did notice was that there are virtually no options in this game at all uh in so there's no um i mean you've got this uh fast forward clicker but it it becomes a bit of a cacophony speaking of audio if you just keep clicking that um so clicking to the ends of lines but there's no kind of text speed option or 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 uh text presentation there's no yeah uh no accessibility or colorblind kind of factors or anything like that so that th- those those might be considerations but um but overall i felt like the the game came together the story came together it felt appropriate to the choices i'd made i suppose and that must be the the main the main consideration for a game like this i say as a as a bit of a noob
2: yeah i would say so i i i didn't really miss many of the options although it you know it's always nice to have them there um i there is no i i don't think we mentioned this specifically but there is no voice acting aside from like occasional kind of verbal interjections sound bites um, really yeah. yeah exactly um which <laughs> I will say I thought was maybe a little bit a little bit of a weak point in the audio because mm. some of them seemed to be lower quality than others. Just that the recording was lower quality than yeah. others. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. But uh, the the idea that <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, idea that I kind of got out of the fast forward option was that that was mostly meant for repeat playthroughs? So yeah. that, like, when you are going through sections that you've done before yeah. to, like, follow another dad's storyline or something like that, you can just kind of fast forward through the parts that you've already seen. Um, the uh, Had a Full Boyfriend did something similar, and I, I think a lot of these types of games do tend to do that, especially if they intend for you to play them multiple times to see kind of multiple paths.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they will have options for, like, skipping all the text that you've previously read or something it will just fast forward through everything until it gets to a bit that you haven't seen before that's something yes. that's fairly common and always very very welcome i i did say i missed the um the option to rewind a page or two a lot of other games like this have chat logs that i think are also very useful um hmm. but beyond that it's it's not something that uh, that i th- thought particularly dream daddy did a bad job of it's just maybe not quite as good as some of the more seasoned visual novel developers.
0: Yeah, yeah, that probably makes and sense. And
1: it's, it's a first game made by a fairly small team yes, in a fairly nice. small amount of time who, yeah. yeah, it sounds like a team of people who may or may not have had any video game creating experience, may or may not have really done anything like this before.
0: You're based on the CVs that I looked at on Moby Games and Places, I think that's fair. Mm. Yeah, not not much experience at all. So really, uh, actually, the the product feels... But on the pc version i guess the same on ps4 and switch it feels quite slick like um unity obviously helps in the, the the engine's already there for you and i suppose unity can handle a stuff stuff like a visual novel pretty well but it runs really well like uh it feels robust it doesn't feel janky or crashy or anything like that colin any thoughts on the the kind of the fundaments of the actual gameplay well, and its is mechanics? Where i
3: have my harshest criticisms i think because I wanted. And again, I'm I'm trying to be careful about thinking, well, I wanted this because again, there's nothing wrong with the game if you get something and it's it knows exactly what it is, but then you you just get, you know, upset or you don't like it because it's not what you wanted. That's like ordering pizza and being mad that it's not, you know, Kung Pao chicken. But what I think I wanted was more options, and I felt the inevitability of each particular pairing as I was playing and that's not necessarily a terrible right. thing. It just meant that it was a tailored experience. And I, I, when I picked this up, I wanted to feel like it was my experience with my daddy in instead of, Oh, this is a story that I'm inserted into. And, you know, really the only difference yeah. is sometimes there are, you know, the only agency you really have is, is occasionally you can, I mean yeah, you can get different endings and stuff, but the interactions for the most part are very scripted. So, that was something
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. It felt more to me like a uh, now, and again, uh lack of experience from my uh, from my perspective, but it reminded me more of the old paper choose your own adventure kind of books in a, in a way in that there were just a, a, a severe limitation on the number of potential branching paths compared to other modern games but again that must speak to the size of the team and uh and the development oh my god
3: now and i want them to make like a that. goosebumps book like this i miss those so much with the glossy covers <laughs> well, i read them all oh i need that
1: i there are what i played a goosebumps game not that long ago well our friend it, tom hewlett like this.
0: Uh, producer for way forward uh is uh is 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 uh producer on all the goose but the modern goosebumps video games certainly several of them yeah what about the uh the mini games so you've got a fun set of uh games they're they're very light um games but they do have a bearing Uh, i mean talking about the actual mechanics of the gameplay i was sort of curious how much of your so uh, there's like a, a series of categories, text categories come up at the end of, of each date. Um, and the words in many cases seem to be appropriate to the events that have just happened. But in other cases seem a bit kind of sc- sc- screwy. Um, then you get a, this ridiculous score out of like tens of millions, which is funny in itself. And it gives you a a, a ranking of uh, I don't think I saw anything terribly low, but you can get up to a, an S Ranking. Um I, I S ranked plus. all my dates because wow. I'm good at, this. You're um, good at this. I'm not good at this. Um
2: <laughs> But uh but yeah, in 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 this context, I'm good at So this. you
0: just you just tell people what they want to hear.
2: I I I don't know what you're talking about. That's
0: not that easy though. Like in in one of those
1: Hugo dates, you have no, to know right. some really dumb trivia as well. Yeah, I yeah. I failed that date quite
0: badly. Right.
2: There was one uh this is this is not exactly a mini date but or a mini game a mini date. A mini game but um <laughs> there was towards the end um when you are talking to your daughter about why she's upset with her ah, friends. Yeah. Um and she, this this honestly got me. Um, mm. she she says, oh, you remember who it's one of the Emma's because she's got Emma yeah. R and Emma P, I think. It. and she yep. says Emma and and then you have to pick who that actually was. And yep. she did tell you this a while ago and I'm like, oh crap. yeah. Oh crap. That was like the most genuine moment of I really want to get this right. but also I have no idea who Emma R is <laughs> like I, I think that was maybe my my big parent moment that's really cool from that yeah
0: that whole sequence is uh i thought it was very touching and uh that i was did it. get
2: it right but it was it was not touch up. and go there like yeah
0: yeah, yeah. So, yeah i think, um, I think it, you
1: have to do worse to fail the um the amanda side quest or side yeah. story than not remember yeah, the oh, names yeah, of all her friends yeah, no,
2: but i wanted to get it right though that was the thing <laughs>
0: but <laughs> i,
1: I suppose obligation like as a dad to know your daughter's friends names
0: this is kind of what I'm asking about in the sense that how much uh, how many background checks and how much cumulative stuff is going on, how much how much we should take that the scoring seriously or whether those numbers are pure nonsense and Uh, whether there's any kind of algorithm or formula working in the background that decides or is it simply if you make mostly the right choices, you get an S. If you make mostly, you know, is it is it is it really is it much simpler than it looks, which is what I guess would
2: be that. Yeah, it is simpler. Like it's my guess would be that there are checks, but it's not quite the x number out of 10 million (laughs) that you like it's probably just a handful of checks and if you get x number of these checks right then but it's funnier like and it's more fun to to say oh well you're getting graded on how much you knew about i don't even know um how much you knew about shakespeare and you know that yeah that's that's the the flavor i think well in the mini games
3: sometimes they just Uh, straight up i think make they stack the decks deck against you because when you're running against craig
0: it's very hard to beat him (laughs) and and i did that goes
1: on for three minutes (laughs) my finger was so tired uh
0: did everyone else have exactly one penguin escape was that fixed
1: I think I had three, but it looked oh, like okay. only one actually got through. I think something <laughs> right. went weird with mine, and some penguins got stuck outside the arena or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, some of them are a bit glitchy. The physics are a bit wacky. I quite enjoyed the the mini golf, but the speed that ball moves oh is my absurd. God, that's
1: so hard. <laughs> oh, actually, all of the Brian ones are hard. I feel like that is the game trying to yes, um, yeah. imply how much competitive nature there is between you two. That fish matching thing is surprisingly hard as well. And I've played yeah, a lot of, those of fish like, games. and games. What are those games? Bejeweled games. And the, yeah, yeah they, those yeah. fish all look blimmin' similar to each other. And there's other.
3: not a great indication as to how to be better, you know? I mean, and, and um, so no, that's kind really. of where eh, I could see people getting frustrated, but they're mostly harmless and oftentimes mostly just played for laughs. It's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, for sure. Did everyone else do the, I think the silliest game is the one where you fix the radio on the boat? I don't think I do. I don't that know
1: one. how I managed to achieve that. I just I'm dumped pretty a load sure of stuff in I'm, the radio. I
0: think that's all you can do. That's because <laughs> there's no you've got no fidelity of control whatsoever. So you're presented with you're you're stranded offshore um with the with the the cool pastor, whatever he is. Um and uh and fuel runs out and so you try to get the radio working. You're presented with a kind of a wobbly hand, a bit like one of those uh it's like Surgeon Simulator. Like surgeon Simulator, simulator. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a bunch of stuff, some wires, some paper clips, a rubber duck, various things. And all you can do is just kind of click on them and your hand just kind of throws them in. And then eventually the radio starts working again. I don't think there's any, uh, I think it's pure, pure humour. Not even a, it wasn't even a WarioWare kind of micro game. It's just pure nonsense. But yeah, they vary from the ones that actually are supposed to be kind of, skill games but uh, um uh, yeah again how much bearing they have on your overall like it you know could it could it be the case that you've absolutely aced every aspect of your sequence of dates with one of the dads but you messed up the mini game because you're not very good at match three puzzlers or ski ball or whatever it is and that ruins your entire game <laughs> do that, you need to get good at those there is, is a practice a option because i
1: had one of my favourite parts in this is the Hugo one. And I thought going through the game that I did basically everything pretty well. I was fairly convinced it was going to finish and I'd get the, the pin up at the end and I didn't. And the only thing that I can think that I fell apart on was the quiz where I must have only got about half of the answers that they give you out of the whatever it is nine or 12 of them i did not great although at the end of the date it said the date had gone really well so Mm. there's a possibility because that is literally the only thing that i can think of that might have scuppered that pathway Mm, but i don't know maybe there's more nuance
2: i i don't know this for sure but there may be just dads that you can't you can't really get the best ending with like Robert. I, I, I don't know if you um, if you like
3: sleep with yeah, him yeah. on the first date, then you can't get the good ending with him,
0: right? Ah, which which speaks to one of our three word reviews. So we'll, we'll revisit mm-hmm. that later on. Carl the Frog from our forum says Dream Daddy was a game I played with some of my non-gaming friends. Visual novels require relatively low reaction times and it felt like a good way to show my friends how wide the genre pool of games is nowadays. It was also an exercise in seeing what representation in games looks like on games outwardly exclaiming this is gay with a couple of friends and drinks. We followed through on only one guy, perhaps showing a monogamist's bias and perhaps an unfamiliarity with dating simulators. I think the intent is to experience each of the dateable dad storylines on multiple dates, living out the fantasy of being the most eligible bachelor, and then choosing one at the end. What actually happened was a discussion about why we would get involved with a married man, a mean loner drinker, someone with a hyper-fixation on the Victorian era, or an overly competitive man. Perhaps these traits are attractive to others, but our friend circle quickly closed in on Matt or Hugo as the ideal dad. And once we all decided that it would be complicated to date our daughter's teacher, who was kind of being a dick about language, we quickly honed in on Matt and ended the game in a couple of hours. With the caveat that I'm not a gay dad, I think the game handles representation well, but understand the criticism that dads rarely talk about their sexual orientation and identity or the difficulties that queer people have in society that frame straight as normal, in inverted commas. There were times when I felt that Felt like the game was tiptoeing around any kind of expression of the difficulties of being queer and had a Disneyland cleanliness schmear applied. However, the game is also serving as a fantasy where the struggles of getting into college, family communication and the loss of a loved one are real. But eight fathers all being up to shag the new dad in town is possible. The non-canon escape from Margarita's own ending hints at the improbability of this. Regarding representation, I wonder how many fathers actually worked on the game. My impression is that this is a relatively small development team and the game feels much more like an expression of how 20 to 30 year olds perceive their fathers or how they would behave themselves as fathers and not necessarily a game for dads by dads. Of course, there is a wealth of much higher budget paternally themed games such as The Last of Us and God of War, but for a game with dad on the cover, I wonder how actual dads feel about their representation in this game. The writing is extremely late 2010s which isn't necessarily a bad thing but if you're not on board for sarcasm self-reflection on your dad's cringe and dad puns you probably won't be able to get through the game the relationship between you and your daughter is a real high point and amanda is a more emotionally intelligent teenager than most of my mates in their 30s music references and cultural touch points seem locked in time especially since time has accelerated post 2020 but then when watching some Let's Plays, the language tickles my nostalgia bone just a little. I love when games take a crack at something specific and this title feels lovingly crafted. The gaming industry is better with Dream Daddy in it.
2: This is something that I wanted to bring up and I think this is an interesting place to do it maybe. um, So um, they mentioned that... um. The kind of early on here why why we would get involved with a married man and being loner drinker someone with a hyper fixation on the Victorian era or an overly competitive man, absolutely true. But uh, I think that they do a very good job of once you get past that initial yeah. like this is the the stereotype that this dad fits into. They do a really good job of painting this person that you have chosen to go on dates with mm-hmm. or to, you know, to hang out with or whatever you you have chosen to do um, as more than just that one character trait that defines them.
0: I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: And and you do have to get a little bit further in to get to that point. But considering that you're probably going to get there with at least one of these characters, it. it, it it's there and and i thought that it was pretty effective i the 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 example that i'm thinking of specifically was the the most recent time i played through i went down uh damien's path which is the goth dad um if you're being you know reductive about it which (laughs) um they encourage you to be you know and then by the end of the game if you go down his path and all of his dates, you find out like kind of why he presents himself that way and what else he has going on in his life. And it, it just, you know, it is more than just some games would just be, okay, well, this is, this is the alcoholic dad. This is the dad who um, is very Christian and you have to, um, and you know, you would, you would just, that would be all there was. Um, And you know, that's, that's, fine and all but this this game was not just about that and i thought that it was the more valuable for it
1: yeah for sure i think that's part of what makes me see it as being um extremely wholesome is there's this very deep underlying um message here that stereotypes and uh pigeonholing things is is not necessarily either accurate or helpful to do and that actually although you do find in a lot of media that people are stereotyped or uh, traits are overly um overly heavily used uh, actually in reality everybody contains multitudes and you are not just the kale dad or the you know the overly competitive dad and i think that is something once you get through that first or second date mm. to where you get to know the character more every single one of them is far more nuanced than than how they initially are sort of approach you and how they're they're portrayed in the kind of the stereotypical like marketing or just what you'd expect from the character portraits or something so i think that's kind of an important lesson that the game imparts
3: i do think that joseph is a a bit of a tonal shift though it does seem like Mm -hmm. he's he sticks out to me as a character that's you know the problematic one and i did sort of and what i mean by that is is There's unresolved tension between him and his wife. Um, It's it's unclear how comfortable he is in his own skin. And while that's not wrong for a game, I think it's actually really cool to see someone that's struggling with their identity the way that he is. But whereas all the other dads sort of felt like episodes in a lighthearted TV show, the movie version Mm. of dream daddy for me like the drama dream daddy would be you know your character the daughter and then robert and joseph because they're um robert right behind joseph for me would be um you know it just was a different level of tension and i was wondering if y'all felt that way because I feel like a game like this promises a, a sort of, you know, open brain. It's less about, oh, this is a, a more actualized person. This is a person that's more healthy. Um, I was expecting it to be more like, oh, it's just like who you like. It's who you connect with more. Um, but there was, there was, so there, I guess I just perceived of more of a variance um, in terms of ethics and morals than I was really anticipating.
2: I'm going to be honest, I did not go very far down joseph's path because i saw a youth preacher and went mm, yeah no thanks my um, red flag as well was which, the christianity which thing. honestly is a terrible thing to do like ah, that is i'm the same. that's it's judgy it's you know I, sure. I i but that was that was kind if of if you can't back. judge like, a judgy
0: person who can you judge? i
2: don't want to i don't want to go down that path i don't need this there were and lots of reasons not anyway to. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like
0: yeah mm. yeah i was exactly plus he wears his jumper over his shoulders like that you know so he's
2: got those creepy twins
0: yeah there were so many reasons um not to explore that that one for me um
1: yeah the fact that you you meet him and then immediately realize that his wife was the woman who was hitting on you in the bar the evening before like it just Mm. it yeah it starts off kind of on a
2: that's just you don't want in that mess that's a whole mess
0: (laughs) well i i because i didn't i i knew i knew roughly what the game was about the title kind of gives it away but i did explore in that uh in those opening half half an hour or whatever i did explore the option to see if i could actually go home with the woman before i knew who she was uh it doesn't let you do that um but i i didn't i didn't take robert's uh offer up instead uh did anybody i who... did once oh. uh,
2: the first time i played yeah. i did
0: yeah and that so and yeah how does that how does that work out uh
1: it's kind of uh, awkward not well yeah yeah I, it's respectful like it gets to a point where i think you get the option to say that you sort of like pull back and go whoa this is happening really quickly and then yeah. i can't remember if it's the game asks or if robert asks like do you want to continue and you get very clear options of yes no yes. so i like the there's the, nothing the kind of the really way the consent really is. dark in yeah. there in that
0: respect yeah because yeah. Um, yeah all the all the all the sex i ended up having when i was going through the endings at the end of the game which i guess was with three people um it's not it's not the coyest thing ever but it's also it's very it's very much like the rest of the game in that it's kind of it's more at the romantic and wholesome end so i was wondering if you do go for the one night stand with the rough guy from the bar like it may have been more appropriate if that had been a bit it's more still graphic, not,
2: like an explicit thing. Sure. Like it is, it is clear, but it is not explicit. I think mm. is how I would describe that. Yeah.
1: Whereas yeah. the the other endings, um, they kind of all just cut out at the point where you're sort of starting to yeah. do the some foreplay. There's like a bit of kissing. Leisure Suit Larry. Stops.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, well,
2: <laughs> exactly like Leisure Suit Larry.
3: <laughs> and there are implications that it's a little bit of an awkward exchange after um just based on the dialogue that you have with Robert after you do the the one night stand yeah i think so i i think that if i was given i have like a a sequence to describe um how i would select my dream daddy mm-hmm. and why i ended up with the dream daddy that cool. i did so i think if you were to just present the dads to me and I had no context. I would probably think that Craig was the most attractive. I very quickly did not jive with his personality. Mm-hmm. It was not a success. It was just like emotionally a little deficient for me. And it honestly reminded me of <laughs> some past experiences where I've been more attracted to somebody who really saw me as a friend. Really not it's not necessarily a particular orientation um hmm. dynamic that i'm referring to but just in general um so i i pulled <laughs> pulled away from craig very very quickly and i did i i will say that i did sleep with robert and i i i think that robert i also have a crush on dan who voices him so i had to go for sure uh, for robert double whammy <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And he he has for me, and I did like that the game kind of called this into question. You sort of bring what you like and how you, well, you don't have to, but it, it, you can bring your dating preferences and behaviors to the table. And so I very much tried to do that. And I was like, yeah, I, I have a history of pursuing guys who I like to call airport security guys. And the reason I do is because I've had instances where they've just been like, here's my baggage. Here it is. And I am not shaming people for having baggage. But at the end of the day, um, if you're not managing your luggage yourself, like, please don't throw it on me. Um, However, I, I get into fix it mode. And so Robert is like, somebody who I would have more, probably a little bit lame sex with but I would look back on it fondly and I would probably want more emotionally and then I'd have to pull back or they would ghost me or be like I can't be with you so so Robert was triggering as well um and I very quickly gravitated from there to Hugo because he's really my on paper guy where I I think we sink in a lot of ways I value education I love animals. I My perfect date is going to an aquarium. Of course, a legitimate aquarium, one that takes care of its animals and values education and confirmation. Um, or excuse me, conservation. But um, that felt a little bit like there were there were just times, I don't know if it was because I was getting the, the questions wrong. But it then quickly became like, oh, actually, we would probably go on a few dates, but the sparks wouldn't be there and we'd just be friends. Which leads me to <laughs> my dream daddy. And the long story of my epic, tor- torrid love story comes to a conclusion. Um, I selected Damien because they're really the unique blend of intellect and emotional curiosity, also just, like, very interested in weird things. Um, I think that that could sustain me for longer, even though there's there's things that they weren't comfortable sharing, which we get to the end, and obviously you learn a lot more about who they are as a person, but I, I don't know. And I also tend to gravitate towards people who like goth stuff or are into role play in different ways. So then I, yeah, I was very comfortably aligned with Damien by the end of the
2: game. My latest um, playthrough was with Damien, and I, I thought it was really nice. Right? Yeah. Aww. The fact that he's so, uh,
0: <laughs> he, he he squeals at the, uh, the horror, the silly horror movie that you go to <laughs> is <pretty> funny. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to mention, before we go back into the the full character stuff, the, the, the Build-A-Dad workshop thing. Um,
2: I will never not be able to pick the top that has you with the cat shirt. Never.
0: This, oh, this... I
1: like the egg nipples. I want that shirt in real life.
2: That also is very good. They probably Goku
1: hair. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I think it's called Space Wizard. The non, uh, <laughs> non, whatever the word is, like, legally. Isn't it nice to avoid copyright?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So my my question on this is, uh, well, a couple. One is, uh, and this kind of actually goes back to the art, really. Um, The art style for your builder dad never quite blends with the (laughs) the other dads. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure if they could have done more with that to kind of make it marry up. Um, Because my dad, uh, I kind of tried to rebuild myself in the game, but uh, I think I did even... Uh, myself a disservice. It was. It was not. It was not pretty. Um, I'm telling
2: you, I think I did pretty well. Yeah, I, I will. I will post were, that. after If you were a
0: dad, you know, I can
3: see. <laughs> I it. think
2: so. Yeah. Um, I think. I think
3: yeah. that's. I yeah, oh god, are we going to share our
0: dads at the end? of this
2: Absolutely. I'm putting mine on Twitter right after this. <laughs>
0: um, but uh the one thing I was wondering. So there's there's quite a few body options, and I went for a fairly realistic. You know dad bod tank, bod,
1: tank I, bod. I actually
0: i actually have <laughs> <benign> <laughs> the gamer, yeah. middle-aged gamer bod but you know same potato potato um but so much of the conversation with craig is about um how unfit you are i was wondering if you did oh pick one of God. if you did pick Ugh. one of the built bods did you did, does does it actually change your personality no. the writing for your character at all it doesn't i didn't think it would but i just wondered uh, he's I, just I, mean, I so listen, i know Ugh. some
2: i know some Craigs. um yeah <laughs> yeah but but i will say that this craig i do not think is judgy about it like not
0: too bad not he's,
2: too bad i mean he he wants he wants to get you into shape which i mean okay i i guess but also no yeah he's not like god you've really let yourself go <laughs> which <I> mean, <laughs> you know, all right, yeah,
0: yeah 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 um, and before we we kind of we'll go through the dads again, um, because I'm sure we've all got more thoughts on each of them. But I do want to talk a bit more about Amanda, because in some ways, I think she's this kind of heart of the game, the star. Um, she's voiced by Erica Ishii, who is uh, who's already an experienced voice actor going into this one. She probably has the most spoken dialogue. I mean, you know, she yeah. is still sound bites a lot of the time. But um, and she, I just thought. Yeah, whoever, whether she was written by a dad or not, um, just think she's just a delightful character and, you know, um, very relatable. I think, um, as I say, I, I'm not a dad, but I do have a, a niece who's now a teenager and there are certain things I can relate to in that respect. But just the relationship between dad Sona and Amanda, as I say, you can you can end up being as bad as an okayish dad, <laughs> but but actually, if you just if you just read what they're saying to each other, um, even yeah, even if it's pure fiction, you know, they, they that thing about write what you know. But um, yeah, I just thought it was delightful.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I was um was very fond of Amanda, and um, she I I do think that while the um, while the um. Dads in this game are not anything like my actual parents. The yeah. relationship between Amanda and her parents is kind of similar to the type of relationship that I have with my parents. So that that felt all right. That felt that felt pretty pretty normal. I think.
1: Yeah, as somebody who is not a father and has zero aspiration to be a father, yeah, it's still you know it's it's not like a wild leap to be understanding of the concept of wanting to look after somebody and wanting to be. Um, you know wanting the best for somebody so I think that's that comes through with your playthrough with Amanda like really effortlessly and easily that you can just you can just be the supportive dad and it doesn't really it wouldn't really matter if if it was a dad-daughter relationship or if it was just sort of friends or if it was somebody mm. and their pet you just want to try and do the best thing that you can and the writing between the two of them the kind of the feedback that you get from your choices makes it all seem really um really sweet and wholesome
3: i did wonder about amanda's inclusion in the game though i i think really? you're right i think dream daddy is almost like a dual title you've got of course your who is your dream daddy mm. but then also like you being a good father like oh you're such a dream as a dad you yeah, know yeah. for this for this person but i don't know that at the end of the day There was ever a real conflict. Like, in other words, other than Mm. I'm I'm trying to think of a moment when if you chose to do something with another dad, it affected your relationship with her. So Mm. I didn't, which, you know, I think would have been something interesting to explore as a single parent that, you know, has a really key moment in time of development with their child. And then also is trying to develop their own romantic relationships. I don't know that that was ever fully explored.
2: That's does anything fair. happen at the very beginning if you choose to spend the night with um with Robert instead mm. of going home? I I I don't remember. It's nothing t-
3: too substantial. It's a mm. it's a few snarky comments back and forth. Nothing mm. that right. would in a in a telltale game uh be like. Amanda will remember Amanda that. Amanda will not
2: remember that? Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, <sorry. laughs> uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about some of the dads. Uh, we can kind of introduce them for anyone who's listened to this, who hasn't played the game. Matt Seller is described as an easygoing musician and coffee shop owner.
2: Yeah. I, I, uh, went down, well, I, I kind, I went on a few dates with Matt, um, and during my first playthrough, I don't think I actually made it to the end of his kind of arc, uh, because I ended up entangled with, uh, with Robert but Mm -hmm. um, but yeah I I did I did find Matt appealing from the beginning I think.
1: I think out of all of the dads in this I think Matt is my favourite. I like his pathway the best. I think I like his personality and his interests and stuff probably more than anybody else. I think on a physical level out of all seven of them I think he would be the one that I would be most physically attracted to in real life and Yeah, I thought his entire pathway is just very, uh, very wholesome and very, very much what I would be doing with my evenings, going to coffee shops and going to punk shows and playing open mic nights and just kind of hanging out and getting scammed into buying oregano instead of drugs from one of the (laughs) the other dad's Mm -hmm. sons. Like, I could definitely see myself in that life.
3: I did not. Uh, really vibe with Matt. Um, nothing because I, I didn't think he was any any form of problematic. I think he's a he's a wonderful guy. I just um, I, I viewed him as somebody that I would have more of a friendship with. And of course, when I'm playing the game, well, not of course. I mean, people can play it for whatever reason they want to. But like, I'm looking for my dream daddy, and he just you know sure. wasn't it. I'm also very very dense when it comes to music, <laughs> oh. so that. That did not help. I mean, my... You need better. a Matt my, and a Pablo
1: to, to help you learn. <laughs> I
3: know. I do actually a little bit. You're right, because my... Um, my um, I'm sure I'll talk about him again. Um, my partner loves, like, K-pop and is really interested in drag and music videos. And I got to a point where I, I didn't enjoy looking at music videos, and so I stopped watching them altogether. And, um, but he's kind of helping wean me out of that and show me some really cool stuff. And absolutely with the right um, dexterity and time, I'd be happy to um, go to more shows and, and learn from that for sure.
0: Yeah. Matt, Matt was the the one I pursued um being tediously straight there's there was no kind of real physical preferences between any of them other than the way like Joseph wore his jumper um you know but (laughs) Matt, Matt was clearly a dish so um but mainly no flags no red flags um I love coffee I love cake I love music so um but yeah in the end um for whatever reason I can't remember um what I'd messed up particularly on earlier dates but um yeah we you know we hook up on the the final date but then in the ending we get the um this isn't gonna you know we're not gonna do this this isn't gonna work out kind of thing so i guess it's like a is that does that count as a bad ending if you've hooked up but not you're not staying in a romantic relationship
2: well it shouldn't
0: no it (laughs) should no i mean
2: as long as nobody's angry yeah (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't work out like that yeah
0: and- yeah, but uh, so it was fine. And and I was yeah, I was completely happy with that. Um you know, it's just one of those things that happened and um we were gonna stay friends, so yeah. that's yeah, that's and fine.
1: Amanda and his daughter get on really well with each other, yeah, like it would yeah, be a, Sita, a very
0: yeah. good um match. Craig then. So Craig is a fitness fanatic and your protagonist's former college roommate, which yeah, which and, and again, perhaps it shouldn't, because I know I know, I know people who, um, I know plenty of people who have ended up getting together with someone that they were roomies or friends with earlier in life, and kind of. Come that would back. be weird to me. Yeah, I, it, it does seem odd to me. I it's, don't know why though.
1: It's fifteen years later. The man also has three children, including a baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You, I don't know. It just seems a bit like dirty laundry, going back through it. But he's a fun guy. The dates with him are good and. He seems genuinely kind of sweethearted and intentions in the right place. Um, like he's not one of the bad ones. I agree, ones.
0: but I'm with Colin in that he's way too. Like you know, I, I, my, my current real life partner is way into fitness and stuff. But, um, but he, yeah, Craig is just a little bit too Jim Bunny for me. Yeah, he's just
3: not stimulating to me. I mean, I think he's beautiful, as I said before. He's who I think is, um the most gorgeous, and I certainly would love to, um look at his instagram if he existed but i i don't know he's he seemed a little shallow and i don't mean that like um you know i'm calling him stupid or something it just seemed like all of the things that he enjoyed were really surface level although Mm. it is something to be said i mean i wouldn't mind um someone who wanted to go hiking and swimming and yeah i I love the ocean so
0: outdoorsy stuff's fun just not the kind of the the counting of no. the bench pressing and all that kind of thing. Uh, Hugo is an avid bookworm and Amanda's high school English teacher, which I would say um, would be potentially, I mean, there there was definitely potential there for, a, as, as Colin was alluding to, maybe a more complicated, fractious relationship between yourself and Amanda about dating her teacher. Um, but at, they kind of circumnavigate it at the end of Game Barbecue by, uh basically she goes well you're not my teacher anymore <laughs> yep, so, and he agrees so, so it's all fine um the main red flag for me was uh, his obsession with pro wrestling
1: i <laughs> uh, see i i kind of get that because i'm also not a fan in the slightest um i just don't understand wrestling but the date that you go to the wrestling with him yeah it's kind I, of more about how yeah like he gets so excited and exactly. l- has such a great time that I don't care. I would sit through something that I hated to make somebody happy like that. I
0: mean, the amount of, uh, the amount of times I've been in relationships with people who haven't been that into video games, (laughs) (laughs) but, but, uh, but kind of have this sort of like, you know, they like how much pleasure you get out of something. Um, and yeah, I, I just totally don't get pro wrestling, but actually, you know, and he kind of, Hugo actually sort of explains why it's good or why he likes it. And, uh, and I was going, yeah, OK. Yeah, it's,
1: okay. it's a very good explanation for why wrestling is kind of dumb, but also kind of fascinating at the same time. And interesting that he's got the like that split personality between being fascinated with like famous literature and also just wanting to watch people hit each other.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have I've, I've a great uh, respect for people like that in, in real life.
2: Yeah, you know, you'd think you would think with my background, I would have been more attracted to Hugo than mm. I was.
0: But no? I don't know he just seemed
2: kind of pretentious to me oh. and I, I I think I probably would have gotten over that like I you know we everything that all the interactions that we had were perfectly pleasant but I did not have a desire to get to know him any but that like, is I'm so thinking.
3: you hit it I mean I I feel like yeah. you and I need to talk more because we're like <laughs> honestly I, our
2: tastes are similar because yeah. I I definitely
3: felt the same I was like I, I think this is the one to invest in we have similar interests and I but it just it, it I don't want to date somebody where I'm going at the end of it. That was perfectly pleasant. You know? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> no.
2: I went to school with people like this. Like he really wants you to know how smart he is. And he is very smart. Like he And that is, would get annoying. Legitimate.
3: Oh my god. But
2: also, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I'm pr- I'm smart enough. I don't need you to remind me that you're smarter than I am like <laughs> Thanks.
1: The the other thing I really like about Hugo is it doesn't actually happen in his storyline, but if you follow Damien's storyline, in the third date with Damien, you're you end up chasing this escaped dog around and yeah. the dog ends up in Hugo's house and actually helps Hugo bond with his son, who it sounds like he's had nothing but trouble with oh, yeah. prior to that. Yeah. And I think that's a really sweet um and a, a very relatable moment there of you can manage to you can like help him out through no choice of your own particularly or not even while pursuing him. But the idea that with that knowledge also then potentially if you were dating Hugo instead, you could probably get a dog down the line to help (laughs) help him with his relationship with his son at the same time. So I kind of like that.
0: I do love a uh, a trivia quiz. Um, mm. Is so in uh, they seem to. Is this a thing in America? We have half an American panel here. They went to a restaurant and did a quiz.
2: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You can. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. We have like, pub there quizzes, are, not restaurant. I, I think it's. I think it is more. Uh. I. I don't go out much. Um. I, I think it is more. Uh. Common at. Um. Like bars. Uh, yeah. Trivia and that yeah. kind of thing. But there, there are. I think some restaurants where like they, they will do that. I remember, uh, when I, when I was in college, so very, very long ago, um, I, we used to go to, um, a place that had, um, like wings and, you know, like it, it was more or less a sports bar. Yeah, um, sure. but yeah, we, we would go there on, I think it was, was it Thursdays? I think it might've been mm-hmm. Thursdays that we went there for, for trivia night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's,
0: that, yeah. Was,
2: that was a big excitement.
0: I, I mean, I love it. I was just confused because it seemed to be they they were going out for a meal, and then, but yeah, that makes sense. Um, what else was I going to say about Hugo? I can't remember. Let's move on to Brian. In that case, it may come back to me. Brian Harding, a friendly but highly competitive man who often brags about his daughter's accomplishments. Can I just s- suggest from the off here that although this is kind of uh, depicted as his defining quality, I feel like you are equally culpable for this the way this goes from the off yeah
1: your first interaction doesn't exactly do you any favors either
2: i i don't love that you don't really have a choice but to get dragged into that though yeah
0: they wanted to like, put their pokemon uh, pastiche yes, in and, there and i they?
2: appreciate that because i like that, was that cute. segment. but uh, but yeah you can't just be like oh that's great i you know you have to get into a um a, a bragging competition with Brian right at the beginning. So. He's
3: the rom com choice, I think. He's like the mm. '90s, yeah. especially where you know his behavior kind of enables your character to dive into there, or or to um, it, it allows you to provoke a a competitive streak in you, and it kind of ruffles your feathers. It's that like I love you, but you're mm. so frustrating. You know that that sort of thing.
0: I know what I was going to ask you. Um, just just out of ignorance, really. Uh, I guess it's meant to be a kind of generic place. But did did the did you U.S. folks get a sense of where Maple Bay was supposed to be, California, it,
2: it, California? Yeah, probably. Uh, I I don't think it was. I think it was kind of intentionally vague.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, there's a point where um, Mary draws you a map, and the the ocean is off to the west east. Left, right, east. the ocean is kind of <laughs> sorry. The ocean, the ocean is to the east. Hugo's very oh, mad somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that kind of implies that you're on an east oh. coast. But I suppose you oh. could be on like a peninsula or New something. New
2: Jersey. Um, it's probably not New Jersey. <laughs> um, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, could be, could be a lot of places.
0: Um, Brian, uh, Brian's like uh, I guess the least conventionally hot, but he's kind of the the bear is that right oh
3: not in the gay community he gets he he would get around he would not have a problem (laughs) yes bears
0: are very popular yeah 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 yeah. no that's what that's what i meant like so like he's more like a a bear he's not the kind of chiseled gym bunny no brian
1: brian is like me my body is by brian (laughs) body by brian (laughs) i'm just (laughs) i'm I'm (laughs) not i I don't have red hair but otherwise i'm basically brian
0: Um, cuddly, uh, I guess. Yeah, sure. I'll take that. And quite hairy. No, I, d- I was talking about Brian, no. but sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're sort of uh, uninterested, you're not going to be that cuddly. Or maybe you still like cuddles. Yeah. I don't know. I don't maybe know. You just need, maybe you just need a big hug, John. Mm, I don't know. I'll keep your distance. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know what else to say about Brian. He seemed like a nice enough guy. His, uh, his daughter also gets on with, with yours which is cool Mm
2: -hmm. i think
0: i
3: would flirt with him and that's about it
2: yeah i think that's about where i am too um like i i i just i don't the one up the one upsmanship is not something Mm. that i find very attractive so right this is a theme this is it was the same thing with hugo hugo was a little less direct about it but um but it was still kind of there
0: so yeah i think there's there is more i know we Kind of touched upon it already, but there is more to talk about with Damien blood march, a goth fascinated with Victorian era fashions and aesthetics um because yeah, I think there's there's just more to learn about about Damien because he is one of those people who, for whatever reason has adopted a persona um uh, which involves a lot of uh accessories and accoutrement eye uh you know contact lenses and um, all this kind of stuff. And the game plays around with the fact that, like, you know, the lightning goes when he walks in the room and all this kind of stuff. Um, he kind of, you know, he has this very uh, affected and mannered way of, of speaking and he writes letters and all this stuff. But um, as with, I think, people you meet in real life who who perhaps have a lot of, uh, you know, kind of surface, seemingly surface level stuff going on, there there is often an, an interesting story behind it.
1: Yeah, I think the the Damien one is very much the uh, don't read a book by its cover, or sorry, don't judge a book by its cover, and it gets more mm. and more as you go through. But also there's a point where I think this is probably true just of the entire game. I don't think it's based on choices, but the first time you meet Damien, he's kind of being um, a terrible customer in a shop, like moaning at some um, oh. store clerk about something that he ordered that turned out to be wrong. That's right
2: yeah he's in the equivalent of what would be a hot topic over here um and it's mm. just uh, it's like it's almost like they are they are uh, advising you to not particularly like this person that's right because yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd doing. forgotten that uh yeah
0: yeah and uh, um but i think I, I feel like there's i i have optimism that he could be um once you get to know him, you could actually say, "Hey, that's not cool." You know. Well, in, I think
1: I think he does that himself. When you then first actually are meeting everybody officially at the barbecue at Joseph's place, um, he kind of comes across as mortified that um, that he was doing that and that he was seen doing that. He also apologizes
3: so, in right. in a text form, very quickly. He's like, "Oh, right, I'm sorry, okay. I acted that way. That was really not."
0: I guess I forgave him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I ended up with his pin-up, too, actually, thinking about it. So, obviously, whatever had happened in those previous dates had gone well. Oh. So, I've got him gothically posing in front of candelabras.
1: Oh, you got... I think the one that I got was he's on a gravestone. Yeah, it, sorry. Oh, is that, it the same right. one? I was thinking yeah. maybe you get different think, ones, and that
0: would be kind of cool. No, nah, I think there's only one, one per character, I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so robert bad dad or is he a rugged mysterious and hard-drinking loner who there's a few m- moments where you actually uh it's kind of sold that he might be a very bad person to know rather than just you know a bit of a rogue um
2: yeah but i think a lot of what he does because you can run it even if you do not um go down his uh kind of relationship path you can you can run into him in other places yeah, quite like a bit there is yeah. there is um the one that i got uh most recently was uh craig calls you and says hey um roberts asked me over to lunch can i come or can you come with oh me? that's yeah um, that's yeah. cool actually yeah uh yeah and uh it's it's um it's an interesting thing because like he's He's almost making up a legend about himself, you know. Like he's he's he says all of these kind of off the cuff things that yeah. are probably not true. Like how he, I, I'm trying to remember specific examples, and I don't I don't really have them. But it's it's stuff like you know how he spent time as he spent time in prison, and uh you know like all like. Just vague, vague yeah. references to shady type things that he may have done yeah. that are probably not real, but maybe you he's don't know. He's
0: performatively enigmatic, and I think we've all met yeah. we've all met people like that as well. Uh-huh. Es- essentially, he's he's scared that he's boring, so he's creating. He's he's no different to Damien in that sense,
3: right? I I do think though that he he's a very um, high school situation for me I feel like this is the kind of guy that I gravitated towards then where I I liked the the bad boy I mean this guy even has like a leather jacket but Mm. but not like a a terrible person I think it was a it's the bad people in the sense that when the quote-unquote bad is just a you know a sort of veneer Mm. um to um maybe challenge people but it's or to keep certain people away or to posture but his his stuff was a lot more bark than bite than and so you know I know I mentioned that he would not be somebody I would probably have a long term with but um, that that was I I could see it and if I really focused and I just would have to make sure that I'm you know taking care of my needs and not just sacrificing for this person but um, he he does have potential it's just a shame that something you do so early on um, allows or, or doesn't allow you if you do it yeah. to really pursue anything in a long term with him. And I, I still don't. That's the biggest mystery of the game is why that, that initial hookup, mm. if you do it, is so like scandalous. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you're single, Robert's single. It's not like you you know, did anything all that terribly wrong. So I'm just I don't know. It was a curious consideration for me.
0: Yeah, it almost uh, it sounds it seems like a, a throwback to the old um, the old horror trope almost, like uh, the the thing that Scream kind of you know made put front and center. Like you know, if you if you if you have casual sex, but you, you basically you're gonna you're gonna That's die it. in the horror. Yeah, um, yeah. And our uh, one of our three word reviews from Vutins says kinder sex negative for the game, which. Uh, which uh, you know could be referring to the game as a whole, but I wonder if if Vootens is referring specifically to that aspect that actually choosing to hook up with somebody at the start of the game on a casual basis has a kind of automatically negative outcome, albeit only on that one path. Well, and it doesn't.
1: It kind of brands it as well because, like I said, you get a trophy immediately that's called Bad Dad, and whether uh, that's referring to the fact that bad for having a one night huh. stand or bad for not being at home to look after your adolescent i daughter. thought it was
0: referring to him saying he's a bad
1: dad I, again it could be it's like multiple hmm. ways of reading that
0: there are yeah.
2: yeah i i took it as you are being a bad dad as well so but yeah. no i can see i can see how you could uh read that the other way as well
0: that is interesting but do we feel so so i brought in vootin's uh three word review because i think it's it's worth discussing now does does the 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 rest of the game feel sex negative to any of you? I'm not I'm not just Vootin's if you're listening and I hope you are. This isn't just like uh, me trying to clap back at your suggestion. It's it's a, just a, a genuinely interesting talking point.
2: Uh I don't I don't really think it's positive or negative past that point really. Yeah. Yeah, that would it, be I my I read. didn't read it as being super it's not, it's not a very sexual game. It is more no. in, in line with just the, um, the other parts of your relationship. Like it does not, we, we kind of mentioned before that there's nothing really explicit, um, that you can get into. So it's, you know, that you can kind of get the idea that something sexual is happening, but you don't, it's, it's never super confirmed, uh, at least mm-hmm. not that I got that, that what happened, if anything happened, um, so I, I don't know I, I it didn't it didn't read as extremely negative to me but it didn't it definitely didn't read as extremely positive either so
3: mm. well there I think that people can um, ascertain a sense of maybe if it's not sex um, negative it's at least um, sex uninterested to some yeah. degree yeah. <laughs> and so people people who are um, coming to this game and um, you know experiencing the lack of sex who are kind of expecting more. Yeah. Um, I think they could possibly see that diversion or a sub- I would actually go as far to say a subversion of expectations and think, oh, maybe the game designers didn't weren't weren't ballsy enough. That's not the way I don't I don't like particularly the way I'm phrasing that. But maybe they were avoiding it mm-hmm. as opposed to it. Be- but I don't think that I think it's a very deliberate game. And I, I think they just focused on what they wanted to focus yeah. on.
0: Yeah, yeah and, it's, it's more about love and relationships than
1: about physical yeah yeah despite what you might see in some of the marketing talking about sort of drooling over hot dads and I think there's um the no-clip documentary which I've watched a few times since it first came out now where I think it's um Vernon and Layton uh, specifically talking about their kind of idea for the game came from going to Disneyland and like joking that they were just going to kind of look at the hot dads at Disneyland and talking about the fact that there's like a Facebook group or an Instagram page Mm -hmm. that's called like Dilfs of Disneyland. (laughs) And then given that that's kind of the, um, (laughs) like the, the kickoff point for the game, there is shockingly little actual, any sort of sexual content, any even like the pictures of the, the characters and stuff they're drawn to look attractive, but they're never really drawn in particularly provocative positions or
0: no but
3: they're all instagram safe yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. like it, it feels like almost... even
0: the pin-ups at the end are pretty coy there mm-hmm. is a whole sequence in just underwear in the on the camping trip but it's still pretty yeah sort of like tame it's, stuff.
1: it's twitch friendly i guess this is not
0: hentai uh dads yeah um, definitely not there's probably a market for that and i bet there's there there, there are camping. though i bet there's fan fiction <laughs>
2: Yeah, listen. You you want hentai dads? You go to Steam. You can find you some hentai dads
0: <laughs> and the Switch store these days as well. Right,
2: this is also right. True. <laughs>
0: um, Joseph. Then again, we've already discussed Joseph a bit. Joseph Christiansen, the um, nominative breed determinist named uh, youth minister, and all
2: of the kids also have Christ in their names. They do. Which
0: is- it's, 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 a lot. it's, it's a laid lot. They on They are thick.
2: definitely, they are definitely making a statement about this family.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, and, and that's Mary and why various I was Christs.
3: confused by him. Because he's, he's not, is he even, can we talk about how he is ever a legitimate choice? Like, a, in terms of like, an, seeing him as a viable option as a character.
1: Uh, you know? I mean, the, at the very least, the implication that you're dating this man is that you're coming in between a marriage and a marriage right. who have four children under the age of about eight, all still a big part of. So, like, just by picking the Joseph choice, you're yeah. kind of being a bad person, getting in the well, way of all I, of that. I,
2: that's not necessarily true. I will say that we don't know how his wife feels about... Well, actually, I...
0: We do learn. I
2: don't know. She okay, does! Say how, she, how she is how she views this because I mean, it's possible they have some kind of open relationship. It's possible, you know, but I, yeah. I did not go down the path. So I don't know whether she just eventually is like, Nope, this is not something that I'm aware of or cool with. Well, I, I learned, what I would
3: have wanted that explored though, is like, cause mm. I, I would have considered it. I've, I've been in some, um, not relationships, but in some situations, um, where I was experiencing partners who were, of different orientations and expressions um, who had a primary relationship with each other. And that is something that I would find stimulating, but it definitely seems like it was more of an affair. Did, did I read it wrong? I don't
0: probably well, not. Like so, I said, I yeah. didn't,
2: I didn't do much of that, but that I, based on the way the rest of the game is, that would not surprise yeah, me. And
0: in, 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 on the final date, you learn that they are not together in an, in a meaningful way, him and his wife. Um, They've sort of, they they keep up, public public appearances i don't know if the implication was is possibly that joseph was always uh gay and never interested in women at all but just did did the societal you know the conventional thing especially with his uh with his christian beliefs and whatever else um it doesn't really go heavily into that but it does it it does pretty much say that they're not actually together um
3: and that's a missed opportunity, because there would have been some bisexual representation, and that would have been cool,
1: but oh well, I think there are points where now i can 't really remember because I did the Joseph Pathway three years ago at this point, four years ago, but I had um the recent playthrough I loaded up a save file where I'd done two dates with everybody, and I just wanted to see the final date with somebody so that I could see kind of the flavor text at the very end. And I did my third date that I did on that was with Damien and Mary figures into Damien's final date in certain ways. And there were either points in that or points in the the non-canonical ending that I saw recently where Mary is talking to you and kind of griping at you that, oh, you're the man who was trying to break up my marriage. So there is some point where mm. she feels and talks to you as if you are getting in between her and Joseph. But of course,
0: that's... she's she's forever uh, down the bar flirting with other men, but you keep being told that she never actually goes home with any of them.
2: Remind me, please, if I am missing something, but Mary is the only adult female character yeah. in this game, isn't she? Yeah. I don't love that.
3: Well, and that's also, yeah, I and there's a lot of discourse actually i feel like around it's not really worth going into that deeply but around the female representation in the game mm. because then there was some fan art um there was some fan art that was drawn of all of the dads as uh presenting females and the way that they made choices about the way that their body looked was very um let's just say it was designed for the male gaze mm. and so you know i think that there's an opportunity for a game like this where you don't just have one. um, I don't know if she's an alcoholic. I don't know, but um, certainly a woman in an unhappy marriage who leans on heavy drinking to feel better about her situation. So yeah, I think that that's um, maybe a sequel.
0: All the daughters are presented more, positively yeah uh, more so than the yeah. sons i would say <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is true yeah i mean i i
2: don't i do not think i i should say i do not think that there should be women in this game just so that there's women in this game i just think that it's a little bit of a shame that the one yeah. female character that we do have is kind of
4: mm.
2: not the best yeah um yeah it, it, unless well I, I mean even when you you know go down damien's path and you you see her you know kind of see another side of oh her that's the true end, yeah yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's it, it's still just not the most flattering nah. portrayal of, of yeah. a female character uh, that you can get to. So um, yeah, I mean it's not a deal breaker by any means for me, but a little bit disappointing maybe.
0: On the on you saying Colin, uh, this may be uh, a, a stupid thing to say, I don't know. But you were saying about the the pictures of the the dads presenting as women being for the male gaze are the are the are they not as they currently are presented for the male gaze?
3: They were, edits have been done on them, and they, there's, like, new stuff now, but, it it, like, for example, when they did the, um, the Brian female, um, she had, like, a, like, enormous rack, which is not the problem, but then, like, what is Brian, which is, like, this billowing belly of a man, and, like, big arms, and, like, you know, we just did not get that. It was sort of a, oh, she's bigger, but, you know, we're still gonna edit her. And then they you know, Joseph is a very buttoned up, um, you know, he's he's literally like tied a thing around himself. He looks like a totally constricted individual and yet the
0: yeah.
3: um the the Joseph female was very like sexy you could see like a a hot lady at like a at a barbecue or something you know so So it just represented them rather than that's what it was is you could see where it started and where Mm. it ended and go huh i see the choices here that's not really all that great
0: and before we move on uh anything else anybody wants to say about their time with the dads or their feelings about the the dads as a whole obviously summaries are yet to come but
3: I think I wanted a few more dads because there's not mm, essentially, mm. you know, I found my dream daddy with Damien and we're going to be very happy together, but there's all kinds of dads out there, which I recommend if you want to go down a little, uh, spiral is just search, um, fan generated dream daddies. And there's a lot <laughs> of fan art where, um, you know, it's like military dad or pet you know, obsessed dad or, you know, and that's, that's kind of cool to see all these people, either maybe they're drawing from their own lives or who Mm -hmm. they are attracted to, but um, there's all kinds of ways or places they could have gone. And, you know, I'm not sure if this, you know, if the game allows for downloads or updates, I don't know why it wouldn't, but mods, like, why don't we I mean, get some more dads be, in there?
0: Mods could be done. Um, But yeah. it's, it's the fact that everything you add to a game like this has a massive exponential effect on everything else in the game. Right. So you can't just mm. stick a storyline in there without it. You could only have it as a completely separate thing. So you could, you could potentially ah. put a mod in there as a, like, this is a sequence of dates with this guy and such, but, it would be a massive undertaking to kind of intertwine more people's stories with the stories that were already in there not impossible but a he- heck of an undertaking <laughs> i um, think
1: that's not helped by the fact that i don't know about the rest of the team but um layden who was kind of yeah, co-head writer has moved on yeah even in the documentary from no clip which was fairly soon after the game came out within a year yeah. or so they mention um that she's moved on to become a lead writer, I think, at Fulbright. And oh, cool. given that that is now a oh. few years ago and the shakeup with Fulbright in the last right. year, she may very well not be working there anymore because they had a lot of, um, you know, controversy about how female employees were treated at that studio.
0: Yeah. So it would, it would be a, if, if there were a sequel, if Game Grumps are even ever considering putting out, other games under their label, it would be, it would be, it could potentially be different writers, and therefore it wouldn't be the same thing anymore. So yeah, it's kind of maybe it's just going to be a a unique little jewel. So there are, uh, as we've discussed, good and better endings for everyone, even uh, even your daughter. Um, but the one ending uh, that that we we've we've alluded to a couple of times. Um, well, it's it, it's Relevant to this uh, this post from Alex on Patreon, who says, I downloaded and played this out of curiosity, as it's not really the usual sort of game I play. In fact, I've never played a dating simulator in my life, unless you count Tinder. Whilst it looks great, and I did actually like the writing, there were some definite funny moments. I kept waiting for it to take a weird or dark twist, but it never did. I ended up having a few one night stands, but found I gravitated more towards the coffee shop owner guy in the end. It was quite an interesting game and I appreciated being able to role play a life that just isn't something I'm familiar with. But I don't think dating sims are a genre I'm going to be exploring more anytime soon. It's interesting to me. I haven't played uh, the games in the genre, but it seems like because of certain games in this genre that we don't want to spoil, it's now like you, you, anyone plays a dating game and they expect some kind of mad horror based twist or or something like and it's just not always there it's sometimes it's just a dating game (laughs) however uh found through data mining i guess you'd call it looking in the code the uh, the escape from margarita zone the cult ending is the non-canon ending in joseph's third date created simply for the entertainment of the creators not intended to be in the final release it was eventually discovered through rumours and it was buried in the old game files. Several YouTubers, including Hoodie Panda, actively sought after the cult ending. As a result, the game developers added, back, back it, <laughs> added it back into the game as an Easter egg. The cult ending supposedly takes place on Joseph's third and final date after the dad's owner sleeps with Joseph and falls asleep on the yacht. Only to wake up in a dungeon deep underground the non canon ending is the darkest ending in the game and is popular among horror fans according to the dream daddy wiki uh it sounds quite fun i I saw a picture of um amanda with like no eyes <laughs> or something yes
2: i i have not i've i'm looking at the uh the wiki article because i didn't know about this um but yeah this is, this is wild
1: <laughs> yeah so this isn't the way that you can now get into this is essentially use cheat codes and yeah. you create a dad who I guess in the character creator version of the game is as close to Jimmy Buffett as you can make <laughs> um, so unfortunately you oh, do you do yeah, see right. this ending with a horrific Jimmy Buffett looking character and you are called Jimmy which threw me off because I'd been various other things for multiple hours at this point uh, um, but yeah it's uh, Big
2: Papa was my character's name so... <laughs> Everybody called me big.
1: Fantastic. I just like leaving the surname blank so that it automatically calls you McDad. That's Uh, one of my favorite jokes.
0: I didn't know it did that. Yeah, that's cool. So, so yes, you can get this if you pick thick tank, barred, oval head, balding hair, wide eyes, Roman nose, cheese mouth, wizard brows, no facial hair, pilot glasses, no piercing, Tommy bananas suit, and enter your name as Jimmy Buffett.
1: Yep supposedly there are other um, prerequisites towards it, because the little thread that I was reading of people talking about it suggested that you have to have a knife for it to work. So I I guess this was how it might have worked in the original game. You have to have done one or two dates with Robert to get to a point where he gives you a knife. And then you have to have done a couple of dates with... um, joseph on the same the same game file like if you just load up a brand new game that you've never played before you can't do it without first seeing these other couple of pathways which is makes it slightly more difficult to get it than just anybody can go and look at it straight away
0: worth either seeking out the text or watching it on youtube or potentially uh finding it in the game uh for its uh twisted i guess there's not a trophy for it though on the ps4 version
1: there might be. I got one on Steam for loading it up. Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. so hmm. there could be a, a PlayStation 1. I'm not sure if they're the same lists.
0: Interesting. One other thing. They did a comic book. Looks like multiple volumes. Yeah, um,
1: this is essentially DLC for the game. Um, I don't know if you can get it on all the versions, but you can get it through Steam. Um, I've not bought it because it is a paid for DLC. Yes. But it has a a little thing in the description. Basically you you get it dumped into a file somewhere on your computer. So that's yeah. why I'm not sure how it works on mm. like the PlayStation or the Switch, but without having actually paid the I think it's 9 pounds something for the whole five episodes at the moment, mm. but you can go and get a preview of the first issue through your um like just through your download files on Steam. And I I haven't, I read what was there, and it was just a fairly fairly kind of basic starting story with uh, your dad and Craig, um, which sounds like it's going to give some more backstory. But if you flick down through the, like the listing on the Steam page or something, you can see all the covers for them. And they do look very cool. I need to go and buy this at some point. Um, Mm. They're clearly all drawn by different artists. They've got very different art styles. There's one that looks remarkably like... um, steven universe i think that the the artist of it is probably someone who works on steven universe not knowing mm. the names of people very yeah. well but uh, yeah it's um it sounds like it's just kind of more kind of stupid stories between the characters more like extra jokes and extra puns and things
0: so more dream daddy content yeah uh, was it uh, do we know if it was written by the same writers i don't know
1: it uh yeah, I couldn't tell you. It may be that it's written by the the people who actually drew the comics as well. Contributors, yeah.
0: yeah. There's a there's a physical. you can actually buy physical versions of these as well. I believe. Um, oh, cool. Complete volume, possibly twenty dollars, something like that. Okay, I need to look. Don't into think it there's new cover. dads though, Colin. Unfortunately, uh, it looks there's one on this cover that I don't recognise. So I don't know. Maybe it brings in some new characters. I'll have to check um, it out. Yeah. Different, um, different names on different covers I
3: think. I've think i seen the covers on yeah. on uh, Google but I haven't dived into yeah. any of the comics
0: interesting stuff yeah we have just two more three word reviews so I'll just rattle through these follow us on social media at Kane and Rince we have Deadbeat Punk who says needs more Kratos I'm not sure about that <laughs> and Cantonar's ghost says father issues required uh, to which i no. would say no
1: yeah definitely not
0: no um i mean i don't know i've got plenty but i don't think it affected me one way or the other in this in the context of this video game
3: <laughs> the way people weaponize or try to um not saying this person is i'm saying i've i know that at least um I have a lot of girlfriends and they say that there's a really toxic, um, association with daddy issues. And like you get, right. sometimes you can get pigeonholed as like, Oh, you're a person yeah. with daddy issues. And therefore yeah, I know all sure. these things about you. I'm not saying our, our fan was saying that, but, um, but yeah, I don't think that, I don't think the game is saying anything about, um, about that.
0: Yeah. No. And in fact, uh, that will segue into, to my summary, which is that, um, i th- I think this game yeah is is far far away from that like I think we've we've gone into some interesting discussions about where the game perhaps does have some narrative shortcomings or or conceptual shortcomings, which I think in many cases were born out of probably the development size team budget and all that kind of thing. maybe in some cases came out of a little coyness or lack of confidence about certain elements of the subject matter we will never know but for all that my overall kind of feeling towards the game even though it's not my go-to genre um is warmth i have a lot of warmth towards this game thinking about um my character's relationship with 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 the with amanda the character's daughter um even though i know uh that the game is it's written that way, nothing other than a few choices you make along the way, nothing affects that. It's just, it's, it's some, it's a story written by people that you feel like you're somehow participating in. It actually made me just have a very slight, which is something that very rarely happens, a slight pang of a kind of feeling of paternity, like a, a, a sort of a yearning for that sort of relationship. And that is, um, that is that is rare and unusual. It quickly kind of transmogrified into thinking about how lucky I am to have the relationship I have with my mum. You know, it's a shame talking about daddy issues. There, it's a shame I couldn't have said, "Oh yeah, well I've I've I have a relationship like that with my dad," but because I didn't. But um, but I'm lucky enough to to have a a, a great relationship with my mum. And it made me think about that, and that's a wholesome positive thing um, in terms of the kind of the the dating game aspect of it um, I suppose I you know I, I was invested as I could be um, and I was interested to see each uh, each daddy's story through to its conclusion and it was sort of interesting to me which ones came out more successful than the others uh, it was an interesting bunch of characters to get to know some more than others um, I've been sort of you know I've been looking at visual novels especially as they have been uh, getting kind of better notices and more widely reviewed probably you know we were talking about the lack of printed reviews for this game from five years ago and uh looking at open critic now quite some of the sort of highest rated games of the last few years have been visual novels uh, particularly on the switch uh, and steam as well and i have been looking at those and thinking yeah i should probably give these more opportunity space in my uh in my gaming time such as it is um And although I think, yeah, this in some ways is quite a, it's it's a very simple game. You know, you you wouldn't, if you're coming here for a kind of satisfying ludological experience, uh, you're probably looking in the wrong place. But uh, if you're interested in uh, a warm visual novel with a positive and progressive worldview, um, you could definitely do a lot worse than checking out Dream Daddy. Uh, John?
1: Uh, Yeah I think that this game was very important for me and continues to be because I have been very involved in more narrative things recently uh, or not even just recently but I've I've always had a, a great love for more focused narrative rather than gameplay necessarily and I think that it talked about before on the previous visual novel podcast that we did but I think that stems back to when I was younger the main form of entertainment that we had accessible easily in our household was was reading so I've gotten more you know I'm certainly not uh not someone who's turned off by reading a story rather than having it narrated to me or or shown to me during gameplay so I'm I'm very open to these things and I think that there are elements that you can do in a a visual novel or kind of a choice simulated thing that work better for storytelling for the way that I like to have a story told to me uh, rather than a more traditional gameplay based video game. Um, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have seen the last maybe five plus years, um, there being many more visual novels on more accessible platforms, not sort of hidden through, um, downloaded stores or things that are slightly off the beaten path, but to be able to have, I don't know even how many I've got accessible just on my Xbox, it must be it must be dozens by this point. There's probably fifty or so that I've got downloaded, or have bought, or share through my friend on the Xbox. So just the 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 absolute slew of them has been uh, something that I've enjoyed seeing. And then with Dream Daddy specifically, uh, it's a a game that I've I've kind of struggled to put my feelings together on, like my my relationship with uh, you think this is going to get um heavy but like the the way that i i tend to like humor and kind of references and stuff and streamer culture is something that i'm not that fond of so the idea that it actually was delivered in a game like this and somehow despite not being very keen on those things managed to actually tick all the right boxes for me like the references and the, the little micro jokes and stuff just for some reason work really, really well. Um, and I think it's to do with the the way that the game doesn't feel particularly cynical or like it's punching down at anybody or there's not really anything mm-hmm. beyond a few very minor points where they're, they're saying anything negative. It's all very much approachable and relatable and um, welcoming to sort of not inoffensive in in any way possible unless possibly a few parts where the they overdo the puns a little bit might be offensive to your (laughs) senses um and then i think the other thing that is really is really important to me is that the just the idea that we are going to put a gay dating simulator out on your switch and on your ps4 and that that is a sign of how much more inclusive the modern day is has really helped me to come to some sort of a more solid understanding of my own sexuality and my own like relationship status and things that I've until recently never been able to even put a word to because there may have been a word but nobody ever mentioned it. The idea that this is now just there being spoken about by millions of people um and you know it might be extremely hyperbolic to say sort of thank you dream daddy for being part of that but in my mind it is a game that has helped push that um that mentality among people so um as someone i guess who identifies at least as queer without a more solid definition i'm pleased to see uh, some really positive queer representation in mainstream media
0: thanks john that's brilliant leah how about you yourself
2: Man, John really did a good job, and now I feel like I'm not. I was thinking the
0: same thing. Girl. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry that girl. was beautiful. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, thank you.
2: <laughs> that was that was really nice. Yeah, I, I I don't have a ton to add. I I I really enjoyed my time with Dream Daddy. I I think it is a great representation of what this genre can do. Um, it is very easy, in my experience, to find dating sims and visual novels that are poorly written or exploitative or j- even just like not very good I guess um, but but this actually takes it, it, it makes the effort you know it makes the effort and it it pulls in a lot of things that are funny and touching and it doesn't kind of devolve into those uh tropes of shocking just to be shocking or um there you know it it can't be all positive there has to be a wrinkle in here somewhere and i mean this is this is a game that kind of made me feel good about playing it and and i that's not always something that games are able to bring out successfully in many people but this one did for me at least and uh, i appreciate that for it so um yeah, I think I think I'm just gonna leave it there because um, yeah, there's there's been a lot of really nice things said about this already, so um, I I agree.
0: Thanks, Leah. Is well say. Thank you. Uh, let's conclude with our guest,
3: Colin. Mm, thank you. I I think what I love most about Dream Daddy is more so than the game itself. I love what the game has achieved and what it means because you look on YouTube and you'll see you know, people who are male identifying or, you know, they identify as heterosexual playing the game and having a great time. You'll even see a lot of identifying women playing the game and having a good time, you know, enjoying the, um, the dating simulation and, um, just it, it presents a very safe place. This game, I think, for in the context of the game itself it was a really great decision to make it kind of approachable and accessible to everyone because it allows you to sort of enjoy playing with gender and playing with, you know, sexuality and exploring that. It's a little bit of a, it's like a sandbox, you know, it's not a huge beach um, and, and beside like a a huge ocean of depth. No, it's a, it's a cute sandbox, but um, that's where you put the kid first that doesn't know um, who they are and they want to learn a little bit more about themselves and Dream Daddy, I think, has opened the door for a lot of people who aren't even, you know, remotely interested in dating people who are depicted in this game, um, to just express appreciation for, um, someone who they're, they're maybe not attracted to, um, or, or would pursue, you know, that's a, there's so much as a, as a queer man myself, um, I perceived from my culture when I was very young that if I were to hit on somebody who was straight identifying, um, that would be perceived as a threat. And there is a lot of external voices who are telling me, you know, um, fear, um, the queer. And I think that this, this game goes a long way towards telling people, it's okay. It's okay to, um, be intimate. Um, again, it's not really about sex. It's, um, there are a lot of just physical behaviors that, um, male identifying people in this game are actually just enjoying holding hands, cuddling, um, enjoying activity together and seeing, seeing a game that is really all about male intimacy, um, is really refreshing because most video games that have a predominantly male identifying cast are not about the male relationships. Um, And if they are about the male relationships, there's usually some other element to it that is not about them being soft and vulnerable and delicious with one another. So thank you dream daddy for, um, making our, you know, community as gamers um, a little safer for people who are, you know, or have been perceived as a little bit different.
0: Beautiful words again. Thank you so much.
2: We are all dads in our hearts.
0: (laughs) We're all dads, yes. (laughs) It just remains for me then, Leon, to thank John, Leah and Colin. Colin, have you got anything you'd like to uh, make our listeners aware of that you do or have?
3: Well, if you are um, talking of queerness, because I try to incorporate um, loving my queer self as much as I can into my everyday life, uh, I also, in addition to The Fool's Journey, which is a podcast I produce, um, you can also uh, watch some queer films that I didn't produce, but um, I did produce the film festival that receives the entries. If you go to queer2queerfest.com, that's Queer, the number two, QueerFest.com. Um, you can find um, an online festival to watch and you can uh, stream it on July 2nd for seven days from anywhere you are in the world. Um, and we've got people who wanted to express their queerness in all kinds of ways. Um, I actually would recommend, um, you know, people who think that they may be aromantic or asexual um, feel welcome and also heteronormative people and everybody in between Um, it's all, all manner of expression um, is represented in our film festival. Um, There are a lot of trans stories, a lot of queer youth stories. And I think that I don't, I mean, I haven't perceived all of the films yet, but um, certainly last year there, uh, my favorite film was actually, Um, The story of an A-romantic person, it was by far and away the standout for me. So any kind of queer, any kind of identification or orientation, um, come watch some of our films and let me know what you think. If you want to message me personally... You can find me on Instagram at Squidlegs. It's S-Q-U-I-D-L-E-G-S. I'm a cephalopod nut. It's actually cephalopod week right now through Science Friday as we're recording. Oh, my goodness. Thanks <laughs> for
0: spending some time with us during cephalopod week.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> um, it, it was my absolute pleasure. I love this show. It's, it's been a joy. Um, and then um, we also have an Instagram for the festival. It's queer underscore two underscore queer. You can find us on Instagram. Thank you so much for giving me a chance to be here with all of you. I've been hearing your very soothing voices uh, for years now, and to be a part of um, your wavelength was just—it was just amazing. It's really been the highlight of my summer so far. So thank wow. you.
0: Thank you. I believe you had some uh, some correspondence on our Zelda shows back in a few years ago as well. My mad ramblings, as you called them, yes. <laughs> Did I? Oh. Good <laughs> mad ramblings, I'm sure. It
3: was love. It was said with love. I appreciated
0: it. <laughs> Thank you also, as always, to editor Jay in this case, as well as our correspondence, and of course to you for listening. Next time, in issue five hundred and twenty-four, it's Action RPG by way of fantasy sports visual novel, Pyre.